Hi there, and welcome to the ATS podcast with me, Will Brown, and John Soulsby, where we break down chunks of health and fitness information into bite-sized pieces, remove a bunch of the noise, and just leave what's relevant. Uh, today is our episode 29. It is the last of the macronutrient trifecta. It is fat. Yeah. So Often been demonized at some point. Oh yeah. Also been great at some point. I remember seeing like really old... Um, when were they from? Like... Where they were on about um, fats being great, like lubricating your lubricating your veins and arteries <laughs> and stuff. I was like, uh, not quite. Not not quite. No. But all right. <clears throat> I mean, there's almost an argument for like VLDLs, kind of half doing that, but it's not really. Yeah, quiet. HDLs are more of a sander than than anything. Yeah, sorry, that way around. The uh, so. Again, nutrition-wise, health-wise, fats are, number one, the most calorie-dense. The proteins and carbs are four calories per gram, and fats are nine, so they're over double, which is why foods that are hyper-palatable, containing a mixture of carbohydrates and fats, are particularly calorific for very little food, like actual edible food. is would be really cool if you were like a surf peasant in like i don't know the 1600s or 1500s because it would be like oh my god i literally could live for a day off this one piece of food you're like yep pretty much (laughs) however not super cool in this land of abundance we currently live in (coughs) because everybody getting hella fat but also it can be very good um for a lot of some exercise types where you are like doing insane amount oh yeah if you're doing like ultras or like very long endurance like long endurance distance fats are pretty awesome because it means you can get tons of calories in with not having to eat as much food and you will probably burn them as a fuel source because you go way past the point of being able to be purely filled by carbohydrates so and your body just over time will get more and more proficient at burning fats. And if someone's like, oh my god, that sounds like the right kind of exercise for me, I've got to lose weight, you won't like it. Like, it's... <laughs> it is like Kipchoge, like fucking Mo Farah-esque distances that will get you into those kind of modes over the long term. Assuming you have like a genetic propensity to be remotely competent at those things. Uh, however, they are also very essential. Cutting out all the fats is a bad idea. Um, it affects your hormone regulation if you are not on Soviet sports supplements, which can cause a bit of a gap in certain people's recommendations if they themselves are on the old Soviet sports supplements. I don't know why we're crediting Soviets with all those fucking... with the roids. Like, we came up with loads of that shit. Um... Because it's against America, and therefore it's un-American. Those commies. Um, Ironically, it being probably the most American thing. Yeah, it literally is the most. It's more American than apple pie to just cheat and be on gear. Um, As well as the British, we're not some sort of superior, like moral superior. See also fucking Mo Farah getting pinged for for either not going to or failing a drugs test, if I recall. Um, No one is clean. Your cognitive bias doesn't apply. Um, 
yeah, essential in hormone regulation. Um, if you can, in like certain cases, if you are well, if you are someone who has periods, uh, low enough fat content for a reasonable enough amount of time, which isn't even that long, can cause amenorrhea. Uh, it can also, yeah, lead to wacky mood swings and low mood and various other things in both people. Uh, but yeah, super essential. You do really need to keep it above minimum threshold, uh, which I cannot remember off the top of my head. Um, you get it from various seeds, nuts, oils. Uh, it comes with meat as well. For most of it, again, I'm sure everyone's eating the steak that has fat on it. Like, there you go. Yep. Like, dietary say, fat stuff. Not that I know that this is the clinical minimum threshold, but I would say 40, 50 grams a day is probably a minimum threshold. Yeah, that's, that sounds... That, that number of grams sounds, like, in the ballpark for what I usually like, recommend folk yeah. to. Or, like, again, if you're in a dietary phase where you have to go below that in order to make a calorie deficit, as long as you're aware that that's only a very temporary state for a specific reason, that's fine. Yeah. And it's even more okay if you have the more the more body fat you have kicking about, the more it's less of a big deal because you still have access to fat in fat stores. Yeah. So things can be regulated that way. Um what else? Uh health related stuff, the main concern with elevated fat intake is blood cholesterol which is, again, type of fat that uh, can cause... I forget what the name is, what the name of it is. You essentially get fat, or, yeah, most fat's made up of lipoproteins. I think all fat is made up of lipoproteins. Yeah. It's just different densities after that. Yeah. And you get low-density and high-density ones. Low-density is a bit like sludge. It's soft, doesn't really form very strong structures, it's pretty amorphous, uh, but what it can do is if blood LDL levels are elevated for too long, in the, like, you know, you have a really shitty high fat diet and don't do any exercise, or you have a genetic predispensation for stuff like, yeah, I guess, like, narrow arterial walls or like fucking narrow cross-sectional areas of arteries um your ldl ldls can stick to the inner walls of your arteries and like stay there and essentially like cr crystallize up like if you imagine you never cleaned your sink like that little like ring from your toothbrush if you have an electric one that just builds up over time like that little bit of residue that just builds and builds and builds essentially the like unless you do anything to combat that it will just get thicker and thicker and just decrease the cross-sectional area, like the space in which blood can flow in your arteries. And that increases your risk of clots because you don't need like a bigger clot, like small clots that were inconsequential can now then get stuck. Yeah. Uh, ways to combat that is having a decent amount of high-density lipoproteins, as we alluded to earlier. They act a bit like a sander and can break down the stuff that has crystallized I don't know if crystallized is the right word, solidified on like the arterial walls and 
clear yourself out. You can kind of like sandblast your pipes. Which Pretty much, that's, yeah. Um, doing a half addition is there's also, they do also break down into four different types as well. So, like, it, it's more, yeah, very low density as well um, mm-hmm. than like an intermediate density. But it's essentially low and high, and they do similar roles. Yep. Um, I'm just double checking because again I remember learning all this quite a while ago and it's not like I get regularly quizzed on the functions of low density lipoproteins and their potential risk of coronary heart disease Um, one thing to point out just as you're kind of refreshing there is like this doesn't mean that low density is the devil and terrible for you and will only ever kill you it just means super high levels of low density lipoproteins chronically can lead to complications yeah, which again is why when you start getting older, you get your cholesterol level checked to the doctor. Yeah. <clears throat> I was about to say the technical term is atherosclerotic plaque. So yeah, it is that is the toothpaste. Yeah, the toothpaste analogy wasn't actually that bad. I just kind of fucking think no, of that. It's no. literally like plaque, like the stuff that builds up in your teeth and stuff. Yeah. Again, if you ever see that stuff that people, if you ever watch someone get a descale and polish, or like you watch it on YouTube where they properly like chip away, like it looks like they're like ripping off part of their teeth, but it's not. It's just like the plaque is so densely built up in between teeth that it just comes off in big ass chunks, which is why you should floss, kiddos. Yeah. <clears throat> Oh my god. So going back to last episode, talking about carbohydrates, this uh, company does a toasted marshmallow energy juice. Ooh, that sounds good. But classically, it's mainly sold in the US, so trying to get them in the UK. So yeah, it includes types of types of cardiovascular disease uh, infected or like affected by this is stable angina, unstable angina, which I imagine is when you get angina on, a my- on like a BOSU ball, uh, myocardial infarction, oh. and sudden cardiac death. <laughs> fucking honestly like no wonder people get like health related anxiety stuff where they're just like a common symptom is chest pain or discomfort which may travel discomfort it may feel like heartburn minted so you're like wow am i having a heart attack or is it just spicy food you'll never know until it's too late you'll find out when you're dead (laughs) yeah you'll find out you'll find out the um so yeah, LDL isn't the devil, however, excessive amounts of it over a long period of time uh, is not no bueno. Should probably not do that. Uh, <laughs> unsurprisingly, treatment involves the same measures as prevention, unsurprisingly, i.e. stop eating so much stuff that is high in cholesterol and start exercising. <laughs> healthy diet, exercising, maintaining a healthy weight, and not smoking, unsurprisingly. Not smoking goes a long ass way. A very, very long way. Yeah. The um, yeah, the plaque buildup can get um, pretty rowdy. Uh, again, high blood pressure is a bit of a risk factor in that. High blood pressure again is just another thing that is not very good. It's another reason you get it checked a lot at the doctors. Is it's a pretty predeterminate like. It's it's pretty much like. A red flag for a lot of things potentially going wrong. Um, 
even if it's just hereditary or genetic high blood pressure, like it should get managed. So kiddos, if you're out there with high blood pressure, make sure you get that checked out and make sure you get it managed. 100%. Don't just be like, I ain't taking no medication. I'll just do cardio. <laughs> like just take fucking meds, mate. Like just take the meds and do cardio until it's under control. Like it's really not that fucking hard. Um, minimum fat, yeah, we've covered minimum fat, we've covered LDL and HDL stuff, uh, it's pretty useful, definitely have it in your diet, um, is there anything else? No, is it pretty bad one? Yeah, pretty much, fats are pretty good, don't need too much of them, and yeah, make sure you, you get your cholesterol and blood pressure checked at your doctor, reasonably. Right, we will catch you guys in the next one. Catch you later.